Hey, and welcome to All Things Renovation with Brandy the Boss Lady and Paul the Wood Magician. We're a fun-loving couple who eat, breathe, and live all things renovation, and we'll be your hosts on this podcast. We created the podcast to help you take a confident role in your renovation dreams and get your project done right, on time, on budget, and with quality craftsmanship. All right, welcome to today's show, everyone. I have the Wood Magician in the house. Uh, we're going to be talking about tools. Correct. So, Paul, we are talking about tools today, and I feel that everybody who resides in a dwelling of whatever shape or form it happens to be should have a basic toolkit. So today I wanted to dig into that and let everybody know what they should have as far as those basic things. So I'm going to let you take it away. Okay. Um, well, I think... Everyone should have what's called a basic kit, um, and that's predominantly for anyone. Um, basically, if, if you're not super handy, but you can do a few things, these tools will all be readily available if you need any bit of uh, problem fixed around the house, or you want to even put up a picture. Picture. Yeah, that would be a good thing to start with. Okay, so the first thing everyone really should have is a set of screwdrivers. Um, but really what you really just need is just a Pickwick, which is basically your standard screwdriver with the six common Yeah, so screws. basically the, the, yeah. the bits that you would need, and, and for anybody who doesn't know what the bits are, yes. it's the different heads of the types of screws that you would need to be yeah. using. Yeah, so you got the square drivers, which we call up in Canada Robertson's. Um, you have the Phillips, which is like a star-shaped. And then the old slotted head, which which is death. Don't which use that basically one. nobody really should be using because you're gonna <laughs> yeah. lose your fingernail pretty quick. Um, yeah. So basically, what happens is that all of those bits fit in the back end of the screwdriver, so you don't have to have a whole bunch of screwdrivers in yeah. the toolkit. You just need the one that has a whole bunch of bits that you can kind of change out, and um, yeah. makes it very very easy. Yeah, not a great idea. Uh, number two would be a tape measure. Um, can't get far without doing much in house with a tape measure. Um, I think just get a decent quality 16 foot. Uh, that's long enough for most things in your house, but also uh, it's stiff enough when you pull out that it, um, it's easier if you're by yourself, you need to measure something. So that's a no brainer, I think, and they're cheap. Um, the next thing would be a hammer. Um, of course, there's all different types. Uh, the one that you just really need is just a claw hammer, basic claw hammer and a 16 ounce. They come in different weights. Uh, is probably the go-to one because it's big enough that you can set most nails in um, and not small enough that you're doing multiple hits. You can do a couple of hits and get it in. And, I mean, you can get larger ones, but at that point, uh, you're going to be getting into framing size or demo type stuff. You don't need that. Well, and you're going to risk smashing your fingers. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, there's always a chance, but at least 16 ounces is going to be uh, slightly less painful. Yeah. All right, so what's up next? Uh, pliers. Basically, at some point, you're going to need to... <laughs> <laughs> you're going to need to grip you're something. You're going to need to grip something. Uh, it's usually some part buried in the back of a drawer, something you need to pull out. But yeah, just uh, needle nose pliers, uh, lineman pliers. Um, They're also good for jewelry making. Just putting it out there. Yeah, or anyway. you, yeah, you got to fix your eyeglasses or something. I'm not sure, but... <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. So just pliers in general. Um, those are a good thing. Uh, the next thing would be a wrench. Uh, you can get a set of wrenches. You can just get a couple of crescent wrenches, a small and a medium one. Um, 
they're fairly inexpensive. You don't need to get a high-end one or anything. And those are good for you doing your basic plumbing job. You need to replace a faucet or your toilet. Uh, you need to obviously disconnect the supply lines. Those are perfect for that. Uh, the other thing I would recommend is a pipe wrench. Again, you can get those fairly inexpensive. We're not professional plumbers. You don't need a high-end one. But the pipe wrench are good because at some point you're going to need to take your P-trap off one of your sinks to clean a drain or whatever, and you're not going to do it with a crescent wrench. You're going to need a pipe wrench. Um, so that for sure is is something worth purchasing. Um, yeah, go ahead, next. Um, well, we always talk about how every now and then you need to cut something. You don't need to be savvy on the power tools for this, but just no. a, a basic handsaw. Yeah. You know, whether it's cutting the base off your Christmas tree or... Um, some branches off of something or whatever when you're going to go and put your, your Christmas tree up or um, even like a basic bit of trim molding or whatever. You're just, it's always just handy to have a saw for sure. Yeah, and they last forever unless you leave it outside like I unless did. Unless you leave kid. it outside. Yeah, my dad still know, complains about yeah, that as kids. Awful. We left out building forts. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, getting into a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking picture hanging now. So, you know, it'd be great to have a level, you know, with, two three or four foot long yep. one yeah um and of course if you're going to hang a picture you need to know where a stud is and yes. um, that's not your partner that's actually the thing that's in the wall that you can nail into yeah um so a stud finder is handy yeah um and then you know we also need to consider a, a utility knife uh and some allen keys yeah um and then if you want to go up a little bit uh, you could consider a battery-operated drill. Yes. Which saves you the pain think, and suffering think, along the yeah. line in, in a few cases. Yeah, it's almost this. Yeah, it's it's almost a standard thing now. They've they're just becoming so common. And once you have one, um, especially the impact drill, if you get a combo set, usually they come with a drill and an impact. And if you're trying to put in screws, uh, you're going to find the impact is just way easier to use than a drill. Um, just because it torques, so it doesn't slip out yeah, of the screw but head. still, I mean, if, but, if it's somebody doing like three things yeah, a year, if, you don't need both no, of No, you don't need both, but... And then, I, I think the last thing on the list would be a uh, staple gun. Staple gun, yeah, staple gun's handy. At some point, you're going to need to hang plastic on something. If you're doing a small bit of sanding, or you need to cover the furniture, or staple gun's just one of those things, sooner or later, you're going to need... You're going to need one. You're going to need, and they're cheap. And then, of course, like, where are we going to put all of this stuff? It yeah. has to go in a toolbox. You need a small toolbox. Nothing fancy. The plastic one will do. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say, like, that's a really good list of the the basic items that everyone should really have in their, yeah, their you can, house. Yeah, you can fix a lot of little things To do a little bit of maintenance here yeah. and there. Well, I, I guess I would also say maybe, like... A paintbrush or a roller. Well, yeah, a I mean, tray. yeah. You know, like you always need to do a little bit of touch up or a putty knife, even. Putty knife would be good. Um, so maybe a few things like that. So but, fill little holes in the drill. Um, but of course, if you feel like you're a little more handy from an intermediate standpoint, I guess what would we, what would we yeah, recommend? Yeah, well, if to you want to, you want to get into a little more actual work around your house, carpentry wise. Um, yeah, there's a number of things, and I, I'm going to go with what we call the intermediate. So. Basically, if, if you're semi-competent with some tools, this is a good set. Um, I think the first thing that's pretty handy for a lot of people is a skill saw. Um, they come in all different shapes and sizes. The standard ones are your seven and a quarter inch, which is the size of the blade. Um, and they come 
from very inexpensive to obviously more pricey. Um, but I've got now, I do have a skills saw, which I used to use all the time. And then a couple of years ago, I finally got a little battery operated. Yeah, that's because of me. Um, yeah. Everybody, every, that's because of me, everybody. That's because I kept whining I should get one. And then you told me, just go buy the damn thing. So I got one. It's a six and I think quarter inch blade in that. It's um, 18 volt and it is just fantastic. I use that thing all the time. I don't even use the other one anymore unless I'm doing a set of stairs or something big. Um, so that's a great little tool. Highly recommend it. Easy to use. And cut two by fours, no problem. Um, so that's great. I think the other thing that's a lot of people want but don't necessarily get, but I highly recommend it if you have space. It's a little compressor and a 18 gauge pin nailer. And those are just fabulous because you can put your moldings up without a hammer and they're not particularly expensive. The nails, package of nails are inexpensive and they'll last a long time. They come in packages of a thousand. So, uh, you know, depending on how ambitious you are in your house, it's a great idea. Um, and then, of course, after that, you can get a jigsaw. Again, you can get cordless. Uh, we have both and I use both. They're both excellent. Um, after that, I guess you get into a hacksaw. If you want to start doing some small metal stuff it's usually around whether you're doing gutters or um some plumbing you're going to need a, yeah. a hacksaw at some Just, point yeah exactly uh, it's an inexpensive tool um i also think things like uh you know like the orbital sander yep uh for some finishing um or something along the lines of uh you know um I don't know, I think maybe we should just go back to, uh, let's finish off the saws before we get into the rest of this list. Sure. Um, you know, we're talking about a jigsaw here, which is great for, you know, cutting shapes and circles and all that kind of thing, as well as a, a miter saw. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that's obviously great for cutting anything, two by fours or crown molding or what have yeah, you. Yeah, and again, they come in all different shapes and sizes. Um, 10 inch will do most of your jobs around the house if you're going to be more ambitious like you want to start getting into fence and putting in posts and all that then the 12 inch is the way to go um and don't be set off about oh i gotta buy a 12 inch blade once you have the blade that's it you're i've had my blade in my miter saw for goodness i don't know 15 years now it's the same one sharpened it a couple times so those are great. Um, another little handy tool is the oscillating saw. Um, fine used to be the go-to one. Um, they are great. Uh, German, I believe. And I think they held a patent for a number of years. And eventually that, uh, I guess, expired a few years ago. Now everybody has them. So um, you don't have to spend the $300 to get the fancy German one. You can get far cheaper ones. And they're a terrific little tool. They, cut yeah. in, they, cut, they come in different blades and they cut into all these different odd difficult to little bits you need to get at um and without a lot of uh throat to it so you can get yeah, it right they, tight they get the, right tight and you go flush, flush to the floor, flush to the floor or if you whatever. need to cut something yeah. out to get inside a wall or whatever terrific little tool yeah and then i think you know there's some other bits and pieces that are always really handy to have around um from a, a hand tool sort of perspective you know we're talking about um maybe like a socket set here yeah um there's this like 
we I called it the little blue bar forever. It was like this mm. revolutionary little tool that I got way back in the day in my joinery uh, uh, apprenticeship days. Pry bar, um, yeah. but it's basically a little pry bar. They call it a cat's paw as well. Yeah, um, it has like a little uh, claw on the, on one end and like a flat, yeah, pry sort of uh, scooped end on the other side. Yeah, it's about six inches long, and it's not very long, no. but it's so handy just it's to tweak a, a little something here and there. Fantastic little tool. I think only place I know that you can get. The good one, anyways, is a Lee Valley. Um, I've had to replace one once, and that was the only place that had that exact one. There's different ones, but that is the best one. Um, then also, you know, your basic sort of your framing square. Yep. Speed or, square. Or speed square. The small one, they're great. Um, you know, sawhorses are great. Those yep. you can, you know, buy or make them. Um, things like uh, clamps as well. You don't need to get into like heavy duty, like um, pipe clamps like or furniture style clamps. No. You know, just some quick grips that yeah. you know help just to hold things in place while you're cutting it even or yeah. what have you um and of course you need your uh you know your chisel set when you're yep. trying to you you know, warm just get a, a door or something yep, like that. just get a basic set to start uh, i would probably get a inexpensive sharpening stone at the same time because they're not particularly sharp out of the box and then you'll need to sharpen them um yeah and like at a, some point and the caulking gun is always good. Yeah, caulking gun for uh, sure. And then, of course, how are we going to plug in all these power tools we have? We need a, yeah. a pretty good extension cord. Yeah, so get yourself a 50-foot extension cord and uh, get a 12-gauge because uh, a lot of these tools are going to be 15 amp and the uh, other ones just not, not going to be good enough. And then, of course, we need to clean up after ourselves, right? Yep. So having a little shop vac is fantastic. Shop vac's um, great. And it's also good in an emergency when you have a flood in your house and you've got to suck up a bunch of water. Yeah, we've been there, done that. Been there, done that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think that's a pretty good list for like an intermediate sort of... Yeah, that'll get 90% of your stuff done around the house. Um, That that you don't have to have experience with power tools a lot. Most of those are fairly easy to use. now, if you, if I so, think, if, yeah. <laughs> if someone wanted to set up a, and they wanted to go a step further, maybe they have a little bit of experience or um, what have you, and, and they really do want to get a little bit more serious about honing their skills, and they do have the space for it, like a little shed or a single car garage or something like that, and it yep. has the, the, the power that's available to, to do this. Um, there are a bunch of sort of more advanced level tools that, you know, it would be recommended so yeah what, what like if someone's going to set up their like their own little mini shops or if they want like a little shop to start getting to more advanced things like I our have. satellite shop over yeah in like if yeah. you wanted to do some small furniture or even large furniture for that point uh or, or more sophisticated stuff around your house wainscoting things like that yeah the, you're just going to be some tools you're going to need to make your life easier obviously table saw is number one um and though again come in all different shapes and sizes um the smaller the saw, the the less you're going to be able to do with it. The bigger the saw, the more you may be able to do with it. Um, for most people, uh, a one one and a half horsepower contractor saw is going to be more than enough to yeah. do a bulk. I, I had one of those for years before we finally got our fancy cabinet saw, um, and it's amazing what you can do as long as you know what you're doing. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Um, so if you haven't had much experience on one other than maybe one year in shop class 20 years ago you might want to sign up for a night course before you buy one 
Yeah, and I, I think in, in tandem with that, we'd be looking at like a jointer. Well, yeah, if you're going to get into, if you seriously want to do even just some basic cabinetry furniture uh, with, with using solid wood, I should say, uh, you're going to need three tools, obviously the table saw, but the two that you're going to need, number one is a jointer. And a jointer is what you use to make boards flat and straight and square. Um, no, no sense buying a, a planer, thickness planer, even the, the benchtop ones, which are good, uh, if you don't have a jointer, because a thickness planer is only going to make things a certain thickness. It does not flatten boards and make them flat. Only a jointer does that. Yeah. A lot of people get a table saw, then they go out and buy a little 12-inch joint or uh, planer. It's great, uh, but it doesn't make your board square and flat. Yeah, well, I mean, it, a, a planer, all it does is just take off... Uh, Thickness. thickness yeah there I, you can actually make a board flat with a thickness planer I, I have done that you can make a sled it's on YouTube you can find things to do that uh, but it's not gonna make a square edge so no. you're still stuck in that regard yeah. if you want to make decent furniture you have to have square wood otherwise you're never gonna make a decent well, table you'll, you'll just be frustrated you're gonna be frustrated you're not gonna get the result that and you're not be able before. to glue boards together properly because you're never yeah. gonna be able to get yeah, tight sure. so yeah you're gonna need those are the big three right off and again it, let's just start basic so i before we got our shop up and running years ago i had a basic contractor saw then i had a, a 12 inch bench top thickness planer yeah. and, and i had a six inch joiner which i still use to this day just a simple delta six inch joiner i think it's a one horsepower it's amazing that, that you can do with that little thing um so those are the three you're going to need after that yeah, sky's the limit. Probably drill press is a handy little thing. Um, they're not expensive. You can get a smaller one, make a bench, and then make yeah. it the right height. That's what I have. And then a router, of course. Routers are fabulous. Um, put all, routers are what, for those who don't know, routers are what we use to create um, profiles. profiles on wood. So yeah. if you think of it like as molding, um, you need to have uh, a router or well, a shaper in a, a commercial application to create that profile or that shape that's on the edge of the wood. Yeah. Um, and of course they come with oh, sky's the limit. There's all kinds of, of different profiles and things that you can yeah. um, create with a router. Yeah. Uh, and then I also think um, uh, a reciprocating saw. Oh, well, no, that's sort of more, that's still more demo. We can get into that at the end. Yeah. But um, as far as like the actual, like the finishing of, your project you know we talked about getting a um uh orbital sander yeah. in the intermediate version and the more advanced version in tandem with that would be a belt sander yeah that you gotta be careful though you'll yeah that belt sander um it's again it's a fairly straightforward tool but it takes a bit of skill to get used to so if you're gonna build a tabletop for example and you got a bunch of Board's all glued up. You're going to need to sand that with a belt sander before you go with the orbital. It's just not going to get enough uh, sanding done with an orbital in that regard. But a belt sander, is a, it's going to take you a while to, to a practice to get good at yeah. it. Uh, yeah. But if you're just doing small stuff, it's fine. It's it's an easy tool. Yeah, um, and I think it's... I think that would just basically set up your shop that would, yeah, pretty I mean, good. You're going to start getting into clamps and, and drill bits and rotor bits and... Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, the, the you want to have a bench to work on, and yeah, that you know, once you get into that, then you yeah, then the, the ball is rolling at that point. It depends how far you want to go and how dedicated you are to be. Yeah. Cool. And how many nights you want to spend in the yeah. dark house for buying another tool? I mean, there's all kinds of other little tools we didn't mention. I'll just mention a couple. 
uh, I think you mentioned it was a reciprocating saw or a sawzall. Great for demo work. That's so about fun. that's so about fun. all you can do with it. Um, it's not a finishing tool at all. It's just for hacking stuff. You can also cut tree limbs down with it in a pinch, and the blades are cheap. Um, an angle grinder, another handy little tool. Um, if you gotta cut it through stucco on your house or whatever, it'll go through. You can switch your blades off. And we just um, did that on a project. We just did that on a. <laughs> it'll cut metal. Um, they're not expensive as well. Uh, laser level if you want to get into. Uh, Simple framing, or heck, if you want to uh, do some tiling, you're going to need a laser level to Make lay sure out your floor, or you want to lay uh, cabinetry level. Yeah. And start with or your... even if you're going to do a deck project, it's good to have a laser good level. To have a laser to, level, yeah. You know, get the ledger on the house, or yeah. you know, have you your um, found yeah. your pure pods or whatever at the same height yeah. and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so. they're a good little tool. Yeah, so I think I mean we've almost covered every tool we own now. Uh, well, well, there's yeah. a, there's a few more. There's a few more. <laughs> Now, um, I'm going to ask again because I ask everybody, are you handy? And if you are, what tool do you love to use? <laughs> and of course, you are handy. So what, what is the tool that you love to use the most? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I think, well, the, the one that makes us money is a table saw. That's the go-to thing. Uh, and I'm spoiled. I have a, a nice cabinet saw, three horsepower. So I can cut anything with that. And it's super versatile i think we had that one 20 plus years now um that one i do like that little skill saw <laughs> uh that the cordless yeah, one is fabulous i think that's just a great little thing um yeah the fine oscillating tool that one's another. i know there's so many that just are yeah almost required for what we do right? yeah i mean there's some hand tools that are great the other one i like actually is my skill saw or sorry the uh, scroll saw Oh, yeah. uh, and that's just pure pleasure. It, you don't, that's just for doing fun things. Um, really doesn't do anything else as far as, no. you know, yeah. just sits in the shop most of the time. But when you're creative and want to make something nice, it's a great little tool. Okay. So, and the last question that I ask most people, and I mean, we're going to do lots of episodes together. So this will probably always change for us. But what is our next renovation project for ourselves? What, what do you want to do next? I know we have a whole list of things. So what's the priority for you? Other uh, than finishing what we started? No, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about <laughs> all of that. I'm just saying, like whatever. Like we have oh, a whole we have a laundry list of things. Yeah. So what is it that's uh, on front door? Front me? door. A front door. Front oh yeah. Door. That would be great. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Our front doors. It is. I mean, and everybody who's listening, yeah. I wanted to change out the handle of the front door. Yeah. When we bought the house, and that was 20 years ago. Yeah. We still have the same handle. Still works. Paul kept on saying, no, no, I'm going to make a new door. I'm going to make a new door. And then we still have the same bloody handle. And no, the door doesn't work. No. I would love a new front door. And I would yeah. love it. But the the caveat there is that we have to get a new handle. Oh, that's a good <laughs> Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, it will for sure. All right, everyone. Glad to have you uh, listening to How to Tool Yourself Up today. Yeah. And uh, awesome to have Paul wood magician back in the house thanks for coming you're welcome and uh we'll see you next time thanks thank everyone you. thank you thank you so much for hanging out with us today and learning about all things renovation we hope after listening you feel even more empowered to take a confident role in your renovation dreams you can find all additional episodes and resources for all things renovation at our website allthingsrenovation.com and if you're ready make your house feel more like home, you can contact us at woodbeart.com to get started on your dream project now.